millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to yet another podcast from the walk.se. The ongoing story about becoming a minimalist vagabond while walking from Stockholm to Sydney. When I left you last, I was staying with uh, Chris and Terry and their two boys in uh, just outside Amit City, and I was having a bit of a rest day, recording the last podcast, getting a few things watched and catching up with a few things. But I mean, the rest days, they, they go by, by pretty quickly, and on Tuesday it was time for me to uh, continue on, and I uh, continued west, walking into Amit City, it was about a 10-mile walk, I think it would have been, um, maybe around there, uh, into Amid City. I'd been walking for oh, a couple of hours, something like that, a bit more maybe, three hours, uh, when I was walking along the main road and I was uh, a car drove past and there was a guy in there and he was waving at me and uh, I wasn't really sure what he wanted, but he drove on past, and then he waved me into a, a driveway that he'd driven into, and I thought, oh, well, oh, somebody that's sort of wondering what the walk is about and what I'm doing walking along the road with my cart. So I, uh, I followed him into the driveway, and um, he uh, invited me to his house, and uh, we started talking. I noticed pretty much straight away that he wasn't the most socially skilled person. In fact, I'd have to say that, um, yeah, he was probably missing a few marbles, if you know what I mean. And the other thing that became obvious reasonably quickly uh, was that he was interested in offering me more than just a cup of water. Uh, I quickly pointed out that I'm not turned on by men, and, uh, well, after that, the conversation sort of died out, and... Uh, a few minutes later, I was back on the road, walking in towards Amit City. One more experience richer, let's say. I reached Amit City, and I uh, managed to find uh, an internet connection that worked. I've been having a few problems getting the last podcast uploaded, uh, because I needed a connection that is reasonably stable in order to, to upload everything. And I finally found was that local subways, of all places, had a, a nice stable connection and I actually managed to get everything uploaded. And then I was able to finally continue on, westward as always. And it was a reasonably long and warm day um, and it started raining in the afternoon, but it cleared up again after about an hour or so. I had been offered a place to possibly camp, uh, but I didn't quite reach that far that night. And as the sun was setting, uh, I started looking around for a decent campsite. And I finally managed to find a place that looked like, it almost looked like a park. And in the, behind some trees in this park that was just on the side of the road, uh, I found a little space. I don't need much space for my little tent, but I found a bit of space where I could basically hide the cart from the road and, and pitch the tent and uh, I mean I was only intending to stop there for the night planning to uh, more or less be gone early morning um, so it looked completely okay to stay there for the night and I actually uh, I managed to pitch the tent 
and more or less as soon as I'd got it all up and uh, crawled inside it started raining and then it just kept on raining and it rained reasonably heavily and then it rained some more I did manage to get some sleep in the amongst all the all the noise from the rain um, it is quite soothing actually lying in the tent listening to the rain uh, and when I woke up next morning it was still raining and and this is what it sounded like It's Wednesday, the 28th of May, and I'm um, stuck in the tent. Uh, last night I walked, uh, I left Amite City and uh, walked, uh, walking towards Baton Rouge. Um, walked almost 50 kilometers last night, and uh, I, I was getting pretty, it was actually getting reasonably dark, and I um, found a small Park, I think you'd almost call it, uh, on the side of the road, and I, uh, I set the tent up behind some trees, and um, it's almost visible from the road, but I'm, I'm hiding behind a, a small tree, and um, and I more or less only just set everything up, and it started to rain, and it hasn't stopped, so it's now 11 o'clock the next morning, and. Um, I'm basically just waiting for the rain to let off a little bit. Uh, I have no idea. It doesn't look like it will, and I might even be stuck here all day. I spent the whole day in the tent, avoiding the rain, listening to podcasts and audiobooks and reading, and... Uh, in fact, I only left the tent once to uh, go to the toilet and get some food out of the mule. Apart from that, my little tent is a little bit too small to spend uh, a full day in, but uh, we managed and I didn't get wet, so uh, although it wasn't the most comfortable day, it was quite alright. And the next day it finally cleared up a bit and I was able to pack everything up soaking wet uh, but I was still able to pack it all up and head into Baton Rouge. Uh, it was a long walk, uh, but I was in luck because uh, I was actually heading to a, an expat Swedish photographer's place, uh, Anna Karin. She had invited me to stay with her husband Joe and their two boys, and um, I got in contact with her a little bit late, mainly because I didn't have any any coverage where I was camping and I'd only been uh, only been able to uh, get in contact with her that morning uh, and she'd uh, said that I was quite welcome to come and stay with them uh, which was great uh, but they were going to a dinner party that evening and it was a dinner party with a group of people and she suggested I come along and that they'd be interested in meeting me and I'd be able to meet a few people uh, the problem was that it was at 5.30, so I really needed to make it to their place by 5 o'clock, which meant that I had to hurry up a fair bit. Well, But I managed to do it. And I managed to get there, have a bit of a shower, and then I was off to uh, to this uh, uh, 
dinner party and uh, it was a great evening actually. I enjoyed meeting a lot of uh, new people and uh, learning a bit about Baton Rouge and the area about the, around there and generally just had a great time. Uh, I got to eat some good food and uh, drink a few beers. I mean, uh, yeah, can't be, can't be too bad, can it? The next day uh, was spent largely drying out the tent uh, and also washing my uh, little air mattress. I've got a little air mattress that I sleep on. It's nice and comfortable, packs up nice and, and small. The only thing is uh, it's been very hot here in um, America and sleeping in the tent, some of the nights when you actually sleep in the tent, uh, if you hop in the tent a little bit early, it's very hot and you get pretty sweaty. And uh, that mattress actually starts, uh, well, let's just say it stinks. So I uh, took the opportunity and um, and washed it um, with some detergent uh, or with some shampoo actually to get some of the stink out of it. So it'll actually be a lot more comfortable after that. And uh, in the afternoon, uh, I was taking sightseeing uh, around Baton Rouge. And Baton Rouge was a nice town. It's a, it's a very much a university town and an industrial town combined. And um, it's got the... Uh, uh, Louisiana State University. Uh, it was very interesting, and actually, Joe, who I was staying with, Anna Karen's husband, is actually a uh, a tuba professor of all things. Very interesting. But we uh, we went sightseeing, and amongst other things, we visited Mike. Now, Mike is uh, apparently a pretty common tourist attraction in. Um, in Baton Rouge, he is the live mascot of the Louisiana State University. And they actually have a, um, a tiger cage, uh, well not a cage, he actually has quite a large area with both water and, and grass and everything we can walk around in. But you can actually stop there by the university and you can stop and, and, and have a look at Mike. And, uh, and they have, uh, he's, a, he's a live tiger, I don't know what sort of tiger he was, I, I didn't really read up on that, but he... Um, he is one in a, in a lineage. As, as the tigers get old and die, they he, they're replaced. So this is was Mike number. I don't remember. It was number six, I believe it was actually that they they're up to now. Uh, there were a few other people there, people there photographing Mike. And he, as I said, he's a bit of a tourist attraction. Uh, I wouldn't say that he has it any worse there than any other tiger in captivity. I mean, I think he looked like he was quite well looked after. But even so, um, the whole sort of concept of having a tiger in a cage, um, yeah, well, you know, it doesn't really do a lot for me, let's say that. Uh, I spent some time talking with Anna, Karen and Joe. We had some nice, interesting discussions. And um, then Saturday morning, it was time to set off again, as always, heading west. So I finally make it to the other side of America. I had a bit of difficulty crossing the Mississippi because there are the bridges are quite narrow and a lot of the bridges here aren't built with any thought to pedestrian traffic at all. Uh, so I had to walk in one of the roadways. Luckily it was Saturday, reasonably early, not a hell of a lot of traffic uh, so, and it was a, two lanes heading west so it wasn't too bad. There was a lot of room for traffic to, to pass me quite safely and I did manage to get over the bridge safely. And since then, 
I've basically been moving steadily west and I'm now in Eunice uh, and I'm having a bit of a half a rest day in order to get this podcast done. And to be honest, it's not only to get this podcast done, it's to get a little bit of rest and to get properly rehydrated again. It hasn't been extremely hot. It's been sort of around 30 degrees, a little bit below and some days a little bit more. But it's been very, very humid and uh, I'm losing a lot of uh, uh, water through perspiration. Uh, and it's, in fact, it's been pretty difficult to drink enough water every day to get hydrated. I, I don't have any problem carrying the amount of water, but just physically drinking it and reminding yourself that you have to drink all the time has been a little bit difficult. I haven't become dehydrated at any stage, but there are a couple of times where I've had to realize that I need to drink more. And this is only the start. It's going to get hotter from here. Uh, Even though the temperature will increase as I reach Texas, I hope the humidity will actually decrease. And I think they will sort of compensate a little bit for each other. The high humidity makes you um, sweat all the time. I mean, I can basically... I get up in the morning and I start walking and after half an hour my t-shirt's absolutely soaked the way it is at the moment. We'll see what it's like as I move further west. Uh, I have been told that the, uh, it will get drier and it'll be another sort of heat. And the drier is actually probably feels a little bit easier to endure. I'll see what it feels like. Uh, uh, the problem then might be um, getting chapped lips and, and skin drying out and so forth. But we'll see what it's, what it's like as we go. Either way... This will be very good practice. The, the, the coming two months will going to be an extremely good practice for the uh, more or less desert regions of the Northern Territory in Queensland that I will be passing through hopefully in, a, you know, in about a year or so. Uh, I've had some further news from Charlie. Um, he he look, will be joining me in Austin, it looks like, at the end of this month. And uh, that's, that's where I hope to be in about three weeks or so towards the end of this month, which means there'll be some serious bit of walking to do in the coming weeks but you know i'm still enjoying it and although it isn't all that exciting uh just trudging along along what's basically a road cutting through the countryside uh, and the countryside doesn't really change all that much at the moment it's still quite interesting and i'm looking forward to heading into texas Um, i haven't really quite decided if i'm going to stop in houston or yet um as it is, I, I might do that. I might. I think I'm going to need another rest day. Uh, then I'm probably about a week or so away from Houston, maybe a bit more. I haven't really checked the mileage. Yeah, that's going to be great, actually. If there is something you could help me with, I'm going to just ask you to do something for me. I... Uh, uh, well, first of all, uh, those of you that can listen on the ACAST app, please do so. But I think that's only uh, the people listening in Sweden at the moment. Uh, everybody else, you know, you can listen to the podcast either on the blog or you can subscribe on on iTunes, for example. And uh, what I'd like for you to do, and uh, if everybody could do this, even though the people that are listening on the Acast app, if you all go to iTunes, uh, search for The Walk, the walk.se it's called, uh, you'll find the podcast and you'll find all the... All the, the um, Oh, you can actually subscribe there if you don't haven't done it in in another way earlier. But I wonder if you could write a uh, review and rate the podcast on uh, iTunes. Uh, 
not really sure if that's going to help, but I do know that the rating and reviews are sort of the major way to get noticed on, uh, on iTunes. So if you could do that for me, I would greatly appreciate it. Apart from that, just keep following my continued adventures and whatever you do, just remember to keep walking. Listen up, I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win.